Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. I, I can only tell you that we we all need to get better on this. It's always it's always good to get after the quarterback or get after you know a specific area. It's not one thing right now. It's a uh, it's a there's a handful or two handfuls of things that we we've got to get straight, and that's coaching and that's playing. I thought one of the positives, Pete, was <laughs> on the plane. You know, all the guys have these iPads now, so on the plane they all had the game on. They were all looking at the game in the back of the plane. And it wasn't, you know, the loud music or whatever you can perceive to be that goes on back then. This was focused on trying to get better and and looking at it, curious to see, you know, what went wrong. And so I can handle that. That, that normally tells you you got a pretty strong locker room, and and, uh, and we need that right now. Andy Reid talking about the struggles of the Kansas City Chiefs. They do need a strong locker room. They need amnesia. They need to forget about 2018, 2019, and 2020 because I feel like there's a certain element of frustration that has to creep into the current struggles when they know how good they were in the not-too-distant past. And yeah. I feel like they're, they're groping for that moment that's going to spin it all back to the way it used to be. The sooner they forget about the way it used to be and focus on the way that it is, the better off they're going to be. Do you agree? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do agree with that 100%. Yes. I mean, hey, listen, uh, they're struggling a little bit right now. We know that. The defense is is not going to get a lot better. It's not. So, you know, that I don't expect it to be fixed. It's just uh, can they just, you know, put some band-aids on it and make it somewhat respectable or make a play every now and then. To me, it's about the offense. That's where the team was built. That's where all the assets are. You got a left side of the offensive line that's as expensive as any left side in football. You know, a second-round pick playing center. You got all the money you're paying Tyreek Hill, all the money you're paying Kelsey, all the money you're paying Mahomes. It's on the offense to be better. And, Mike, like, this is the crazy thing to me. I mean, this this is the crazy thing is – uh, it is the worst game. I, I can't even believe I'm saying this because he's still awesome. This is the worst game I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes play in his career. There's no doubt about that. Like, like even on this play here, I wish we could rewind it from the start a little bit. Uh, but there is, even there, running 
right out of the pocket. Patrick Mahomes, we've talked about this a little earlier in the year, is not staying true to the position. Here's the first play. I would love to go back to the start again. I want you to show like Tyree Kill. You know, he's in the slot up the top, right? Can you see him, Mike, there? He's right on the – Yes. Right? He's gonna, he's man-to-man going down the left sideline on, Eli, on uh, Elijah Molden. I mean, he he's open. He's open. I'm going to just tell you, he's he's even – Mahomes never even looks. He's looking at the rush and doesn't even give it a chance. He's got him. I mean, in fact, you could see Demarcus Robinson on the sidelines at number 11 on the 32-yard line waving his hands because he's going, I can't believe he didn't throw it. And then also has a crosser open. But he's looked at the rush. He's really playing bad from the pocket. He's not staying true to reads. And there's a handful of plays, Mike, throughout the game where I want to go, why are you floating backwards 10 yards behind where the ball snapped? Like, nobody can protect that. You know, nobody. Again, that doesn't even make a pass rush have to turn the edge. They can just run on a straight line and go, wait, he's going to be 10 yards behind the ball. He's really lost his way within the pocket. He's looking at the rush a little bit, and he's missing people and opportunities downfield. Uh, that's hurting the team and putting them in bad positions. And there was a handful of plays like that. On every drive, really the number one culprit of the issue I came away from in the first half at least was Mahomes. And I, I listen, I you know I love Mahomes. Nobody stood on the table more when he was coming out. He's the man. He's my guy. But, damn, he's, he's not playing his best football right now. And that game was by far the worst I've ever seen him play. So what caused it, and how do you coach it out of it? Right. It is, that's a good question. And that, that, to me, I've thought about this a lot. I think what caused it a little bit is last year. The last eight, ten games of the year, he was under pressure more than any quarterback in football. And he was a magic man, and they still made it work. But, I, you know, I, I, like people need to go back. Go back and watch the Dolphins game last year. Go back and watch the Saints game at the end of the year. Of course, the playoff games and some of them. He was running for his life and I think it got him into some bad habits where he just got used to like wait I gotta get the ball I'm gonna have to float around and make something happen and now things are a little bit better but he's still kind of caught in that wait I need to float around and make something happen and I want to go no you need to watch some Dan Marino Tom Brady film right now and get back to manipulating the pocket because a lot of these bad plays you have places to go or throw the ball, and you're causing the issue. You're running into problems. You know, again, even that play with the interception, like, there was no reason to leave there. Well, where where were you going? There was no reason to leave. You know, and, and that, to me, was the thing that just continued to pop up. I wrote down the plays. I can continue to sit here and rattle them off, Mike. I mean, I really can to where, yeah, reads are being missed, plays are being missed. He's keeping them out of situations where you go, if you throw to the guy open, it's second and two, but for some reason, you danced around and moved, and it's now still second and 10 or 11 because of that. And uh, it uh, doesn't make me feel proud to say it, but yeah, he's even the, the magic man, Patrick Mahomes, goes through some tough times. This dovetails with something that I've been thinking about, which goes back to a comment that you made in the preseason when you were watching how he moved yeah. in the early exhibition right. games. Right. I can't help but wonder whether or not because when we saw him in the past, one of the things that was so appealing about the Patrick Mahomes experience of 2018, 2019, 2020 
was that he had that hair on fire quality and he was always kind of dancing on the edge, operating on the tightrope and just, you know, I, I, I said yesterday, it was kind of like the Indiana Jones reach back and grab your hat as the stone door is coming down. That extra element of drama. He made it look hard. He made it exciting. How much of that toe surgery took away that little edge. I, I, I. It makes it. Yeah. And he just doesn't have that. It's that that just, just little second. nanosecond. Uh huh. So he feels like he has to start earlier. Th- this is where it dovetails with what you're saying. Yeah. He knows he's lost his edge when it comes to running laterally and vertically, and he knows they're going to get him now. Everyone else is getting a little faster. It was what Lawrence Taylor realized late in his career. Right. When he knew it was time to walk away. Hey, coach, all these other guys seem faster. No, Lawrence, you just got slower. Right. Maybe that, you know, he had that surgery three days after the Super Bowl. He played on that thing. It yeah. may, we don't, they're not going to come out and say how bad it was. Maybe he's lost just that little bit that gave him an advantage. And so he's bailing out of the pocket faster to try to create the advantage that way. Yeah, I know. I, I, I think there's something to it. You know, I, I do. I don't think you're wrong there. You know, I, you know, again, I think I gotta, we gotta get back. Like just trust the pocket a little bit, you know, the, all the qualities you were talking about when the hair was on fire and all those things, you know, he still played the position true to form. And then when he had to, the hair was on fire right now, he's going right to the hairs on fire. And maybe it is that listen, here's another thing that you can just, that dovetails off of what you're saying. I mean, how many times this year, have we seen him, he thinks he's getting out of trouble and he gets clipped on the feet as he's throwing and doesn't get the throw off the way he wants. It almost happens in every game now. It almost never happened before. Never. So, and Mike, I've had people reach out to me a little bit with the toe thing to say I might be on something, onto something that they know. You might some, be on something too. I, well, I'm on something. We know that. But I might be like they know people within the know, and I'm I'm not saying I know directly from sources here. I kind of know two two moves down the the chessboard a little bit, but that that yes, that I'm not crazy in my thoughts, and I said this on my podcast last week. But either way, it's not clean right now. He's leaving some plays on the field, and he's abandoning the pocket way too quickly, and it's throwing them at a rhythm, and they can't afford that right now because. They have to carry the team. The offense is going to have to do it. And that's when they were at their best, when they would come out and zing, 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 zoom, zing. We're up 14 to nothing. You have to throw the ball now. And now our defense isn't that good, but they know you have to throw the ball, and they put you in a tough spot. Yeah, I just thought of this. Remember that last time they played the Titans and he had that touchdown run where everyone was kind of mesmerized and paralyzed while he zigged and zagged his way through the defense? They've lost that. Defenses yeah. don't do that anymore. They are far more aggressive, and I, and I think they've figured out how to defend him, and they've also bridged that physical gap. If it was the toe or something else, he, he really was making magic with, with hardly a millimeter to spare, and that millimeter's gone now. I, and, and the question is when and how and if it ever comes back. That's a fair question. Whether it's this year, next year, the year after, this is when he should be smack dab in the middle of his prime. Uh, I, and, uh, you know, look, I don't want to overreact, but this is a different guy than what we're used to seeing. And it's going to be very compelling to see where it goes from here. All right. Big Phil made an eyebrow raising comparison for Joe Burrow. We'll see if little Chris agrees. Next on PFT Live. I have no idea what that means. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bill Simmons compared you a little bit to Joe Montana. Ironically... A couple of weeks ago, it was Joe Mixon talking to Jerry Rice about Jamar. Let's relax. Let's relax. Let's relax, right. Let's relax with all of that. Let me be me. Let me be me. Big Phil comparing Joe Burrow to Joe Montana. Hey, look, there, there is something about Joe Burrow. He is oh, cool. a stone-cold killer, right. a baby-faced killer. I mean, you can come up with any type. I mean, he just doesn't look the part, but he will go out there and rip your heart out. It's amazing how good he's become. And here are the Bengals at 5-2. Yeah. and two. Let's get right to true or false. Well, uh, do you agree? Let's well, say that first. Do no, you no. agree with the Joe I, Montana comparison? I do agree. Well, it, 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 went down, it went down like we're watching the Thursday night game against the Jaguars, right? And my dad, that, that you know, this is how it goes. Christopher? Christopher, I got it. I got it. You know who Joe Burrow is? I'm I'm got it. It's he's Joe Montana. He's Joe Montana. That's who we're watching. You know, and even yeah, so I do say true to that. The arm is not overpowering, but can make every throw. Every throw's on the money with the perfect trajectory, you know, you know, uh, able to just, you know, feel the receiver coming out of breaks. He's great that way and he's awesome. Like unlike we just talked about Mahomes, he's amazing in the pocket. I mean, he is absolutely amazing in it, and that's where uh, I'll agree with uh, Big Phil on that one for sure. Now, now was that was that a, a puff puff pass Thursday night? Is that what was going on? Is that where the Joe Montana came from? Well, I mean, wasn't passing it to him. He was on the phone first off, and he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, he, okay, right. But but I was puff puff <laughs> passing it to myself. Yes, I was. <laughs> okay, so true or false? Is yes. it fair to compare Joe Burrow? To Joe Montana and Jamar Chase to Jerry Rice. Yeah, I did. True. I'm going to say true. I mean, you know, again, it's early, but it's got that type of potential. It does. I mean, Jamar Chase has reached a level of you better not leave him one-on-one or your butt is going to get burned, period. And, of course, he's looking for him. I mean, Joe Burrow, just like Montana looked for Rice. The offense brings him there, but then if there's any one-on-one situation, he just goes, ah, the hell with everybody else. I'm going to Chase. And that, to me, is where it's a lot like Montana to Rice. True or false, the Baltimore Ravens are a top-tier rushing offense. They are fourth in the NFL with 149.4 yards per game. Yeah, this is where stats lie to me. Absolutely false. False. They're not. They're not. They're a good rushing offense, and they'll run the ball really well against the poor running defenses in football. But as we saw the other day, 
you know, the stats are going to say, oh, they ran for 115 yards. No, they didn't. Not when they called design runs. There was a few good Lamar Jackson design runs. The rest of it was scrambles. That When I'm talking about good running game, you better be able to give the ball to your running back and run the ball. And Baltimore is a little all over the map right there. So I don't think they're top tier. I think they're kind of a middle-of-the-pack type running team. Uh and, uh, you know, that's it's makes some struggles for them on offense. It did at least last week for sure. But they did at least get their 100 rushing yards in the 41-14 to 14 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. So they have that going for them, which is nice. Last one, true or false, Lamar Jackson has enough weapons around him to succeed. Uh, yeah, I, I will say yes. Now, listen, again, it's like you know, people like expect him to just carry the team with his right arm automatically. They're set up to run the ball a little bit. That'd be like me going, well, Kansas City can't throw the ball. They need to run the ball down everybody's throat and become the 1993 Cowboys. No, that's not what they're set up to be. That's not. So that's not going to happen. But Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman, the way he looked last week, looked real damn good. And Mark Andrews, yeah, there's enough to be had. But their offense is a little predicated on some run success because it opens up some of their play-action passes and other things they do off of it. And when they don't have that, you know, yeah, it was not as smooth last week. But I think they're getting there. And Lamar is, man, oh, man he made some really good throws in that game. I know it wasn't his best game, but, man, he made some really good ones. And they had to throw. They couldn't rely on the run. Uh, Cincinnati defended them really well. By the way, Ravens in the bye week get the Lamar Jackson contract done during the bye week. Let's take a break. Chris's favorite segment there of we the go. week when we return. Goats in a bad way draft. We have to lock back after this. Goats in a bad way. We got to move today because we talked a little bit too much over yeah. the course of the last two hours. You're up first. Give me one. I know how much you love this. I'm Go. going. I'm going with Byron Kennedy to start off. The uh, Byron Kennedy. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Yes, the guy who gave away half a million dollar football. Yes, I'm giving going to him as goats in a bad way from this past weekend. He's the guy that jumped out to me the most. We talked about him early earlier. Uh, yeah, he, the public pressure. He caved in definitely, and he left a lot of money on the table. And I still the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers gave him a nice package. I hope they up the ante a little bit because. It does not reach the value of that football. He wants to golf with Tommy. He should be allowed to yes, golf with Tommy. When you said Byron Kennedy, my first thought was, who the hell does he play for? <laughs> so well done there. Um, I, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with. Oh boy, uh, let me go with Marquise Blair before we forget about oh. the ridiculous helmet to helmet unnecessary hit on Jameis Winston that kept the drive alive that resulted eventually in the game-winning field goal for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, that, that you know, so many of these roughing the passer calls are ticky-tack now. When you see one that is clearly a violation, it is jarring, and it makes you think, what is going through this guy's head? He's going in head – he head, knows he's going in hot right. helmet first. Yeah, There's no the doubt helmet. about this one. Right. Look at that. What's he thinking? Right. No, I'm with you, Mike. I mean, forget about Jameis Winston, too. This is where this play has got to get out of here because he, he's going to hurt himself. What if he misses the target here and hits the offense or defensive lineman square in the, with his head down? So I'm with you. I mean, I, Pete Carroll and the defense were going crazy like that was a wrong call, and I wanted to be like, are you kidding me? That was textbook. That'll be on the reel next year that they show the players at training camp of what not to do. Uh, so I hear you. That was, that was definitely a big moment there. Um, 
Okay, my next I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni, all right, for the Eagles here. Just for one one reason, the head coach. Uh, they go into half. It is 17-7. Keith Gainwell fumbled, gave a short field, gave the 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 uh, the Raiders a field goal to go in 17-7. You're down 10 points and they kicked an onside kick. And to me that's just the timing's not right there. That, that's where that's off. Like I can get behind Dan Campbell's. They had some positive things. They were in the lead when they did it. So there's a little room for wiggle, you know, a little wiggle room there. But down ten, that type of risky play. Uh, Derek Carr had already gotten a rhythm the way he was moving the ball. To me, that that didn't make sense. That didn't, and that ended the game really because it gave a short field. The Raiders scored in the four or five plays, and that was night night. But that to me was one of the the weirder decisions of the weekend from uh, a head coach. I'll go Taylor Heineke generally because he isn't getting it done, but more specifically the dive to the end zone. Oh, right. To not, you know, not quite as stupid as the dive for the pylon and the fumble yeah. that goes out of bounds in the end zone that we've seen Derek Carr do a couple of times in his career, but to not have the presence of mind as to the rule that if you do that dive and your knee hits, the ball's down where it was when your knee hits, you've given yourself up. And they didn't score. They had the ball right there, and uh, they got stoned. And that was a that was a big moment in the game. They needed that seven points, and they did not get it. Let's take a break. Round three of goats in a bad way. When PFT Live continues right after this. Goats in a bad way on the way out the door on this Tuesday edition of PFT Live. Chris, you're up. I'll go Mahomes. I will. I mean, just you know, again, he set a bar of excellence and I'm, I'm not going to back down from the fact that I still think he's one of the best players in football but he was a big issue for that loss that was the worst he's ever played as we discussed you know interception was bad fumble bad you know I mean he caused a lot of the problem so uh doesn't make me proud to say it because I love the guy and I love watching him play but I'm going to go Mahomes you know I Sometimes I resist the low-hanging fruit. I resisted Patrick Mahomes. But, hey, they met in the Super Bowl in Miami less than two years ago. Mahomes and Jimmy G. Yeah, I hear I you. Mean, and we're right. not surprised at this point that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't playing well. I, he's middle of a pack at best. People get mad at me when I call him a middle of a pack quarterback. What? Go ahead and list all the quarterbacks, best yes. to worst. He will be in the middle of the pack. Definitely. Below the middle of the pack. That's that's uh, They're crazy. He's He's not the top half of the league, for sure. Maybe top 20-ish, maybe. I don't know. We got some talented young guys. It's it's somewhere in the low 20s for me. I'm with you. And the guy they gave up all that stuff for can't beat him out yet. Not a good sign. We're out of time. Enjoy your day. See you tomorrow. See ya. Awesome. Oh, we had to Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.